more of them? There were more. And while Auden could cope with a world that had Dante in it, he was wholly unprepared to deal with vampires as a large and lethal group of undead people who actually existed. Suddenly, he wanted Dante with such longing it took his breath away. Was it some new trick? Dante had used fear against him before. He'd made Auden feel as though he were the only safe haven in a world gone crazy. It was part of his magic, his glamour. But Dante was not there, and in his heart, Auden knew it. This was something entirely new, something entirely different. This was the devil Auden didn't know. Boaz dropped Auden off at the kabuki, where he retreated immediately to his room. He showered quickly and slipped into the luxurious robe, which was large enough to drown him in its silk and terry opulence. He poured a bushmills and looked out the window at the street below. The week before, even the day before, this city seemed as familiar to him as an old pair of running shoes, warm, recognizable, and broken into the shape of his foot, molded for his comfort. Now it was as if those same comfortable shoes had taken off running down the street by themselves. What was out there in this city, arguably his hometown, that he never knew existed? How ignorant did he yet remain? Was there more lurking unnoticed in the alleys and side streets than vampires? As Auden watched the street below, a man came around the corner. He was wearing a dark suit. He walked at a brisk pace, like a million other businessmen in the city at twilight. But when he was exactly across the street from Auden, he stopped, looked up directly at Auden's window, and smiled. With shaking hands, Auden shut the shoji screens. It wasn't the same man, but, as he had with the others, Auden sensed the threat. The man from the liquor store, the man from Chinatown, and the man outside only moments before gave him some indefinable chill. Like Dante. Auden sat quietly on the velvet chaise lounge, neither noticing nor caring that the light was fading until he was left in almost complete darkness. A knock concussed the silence. Auden tied his robe tighter around him and answered it. Boaz stood there, a brown paper shopping bag in one hand and a bottle in the other. Dinner, sir, he smiled. Compliments of your friend Edward. Thank you, Auden waved Boaz inside. Come in, unless you have something else to do. You could join me. Thank you, sir, that's very kind of you. Boaz placed the food on the low glass cocktail table. But I'm afraid I can't. You did say you wouldn't require me this evening, didn't you? Yes, I'm not going out. Very good, then. I'll open the wine for you if you like. Boaz pulled a Swiss army knife out of his jacket pocket. Thank you, said Auden. This is really the royal treatment. Boaz remained distantly polite. I find having a wine opener useful, as no one can fly with one anymore. I see. That's good thinking. I believe you'll find I'm rather useful in a lot of ways. Boaz gave him an enigmatic smile and then started pulling out the food Edward sent. Edward believed you might enjoy some seafood. Did he? Auden lifted the styrofoam lid to uncover some sort of fish with a citrus glaze and vegetables. Oh yeah, he might have been right. And sir, Boaz frowned as he was about to open the door to leave. Don't hesitate to call me, even if... Even if what? Even if a request sounds crazy. Auden didn't answer for a long time. He wondered what Boaz would say about the dark turn his life had taken. All right, I will. He dismissed Boaz and the frightening thought for the night.
I'll call if I need you.